How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Um, so, welcome to the first episode of Five Six Seven. Now what? I'm <laughs> 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 uh, pretty much doing. We're, we're pretty. We're, hold on, hold on. You gotta say it though, Glad. You gotta say it because he created it. Please. Oh, this is oh, it might be. No, yeah. wait. You want to give a story? No, just, no, no, no. You, you just got. You gotta just say welcome to the first episode of. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of Five Six Seven. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, the the quick backstory of that is: all week I've been thinking of a name for this podcast, and then I speak to Cloud for like two minutes, and I tell him what I want to do and my objective with it, and then he comes up with the name within two seconds. So, um, <laughs> thank thank you, Cloud. Thank you, much appreciated. Maybe it was just uh, like life after dance, right? That was your that was your first one. That was your first name. Well, no, I mean this is what the podcast. That's what the podcast is about. It's like what what life is a what life is after dance. Yeah. Or how does basically. life continue after dance? The transitions. Yes. And true that a better person to speak to. Um, Cloud, I've got some good questions for you today. Well, first and foremost, I just want to let you know, like Cloud's one of my best friends, so I speak to him regularly. So it's going to be really insightful to ask questions which float around in my head as a friend, which I've actually never really asked before. <laughs> you ready for the first one? <laughs> you never asked before. Really? You waited like this all these years. I've, to ask I've, me waited, these questions? I've, I've waited all these years because they're like, I mean, we kind of have conversations about them, but I've never really gone like oh i wonder do you know what i mean it's like not what friends do that's just surprising you know i know you'll, you'll, you'll well, see we that. always have deep problems i know but but these are a little bit more in depth all right so my first one is mm, to you okay is my first okay, one is <laughs> my first one is oh, um when you were a kid breaking did you ever dream um, of getting into film and directing? If not, when did you start envisioning this for yourself? Hmm. It's a good question. I know, <laughs> I, know. I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I was like, Australian again. Uh, no, as a kid, no, definitely not. Definitely didn't see, I didn't even really... I didn't even understand the, the whole film world or, or any of that thing as a kid. So um, I just saw people on the screen doing their thing, like, you know, Jackie Chan and all that stuff. And like, you know. Um, How regular people watch movies, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It was a very basic person then. <laughs> no, I'm not Shut sure. Basic. <laughs> no, but when I, I started dancing, you. when I started dancing as a kid, I was, uh, it was, yeah, I was literally just seeing it through the perspective of a kid. Like, it was very, um, I, I was exploring in that world, you know, um, as a, you know, as dance, like, as if it was a whole new world to me to play in, you know. So I was only focused just on that, and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I would, you know, I would wake up and dance. I would go to, I would, before I go to bed, I'd be dancing, like, and we didn't have any, we didn't have any furniture in our house, like, when I was growing up. So, like, it was, like, the whole house was like a dance floor. Oh, so it was pretty wow. cool. Yeah. Look at that. That's amazing. 
Yeah, that was so. That was the early years of of, of dancing for me. Like we were we had wow. a TV set, and it, it was like we would play Beach Beach Street on it, and then we were just like in the back. Like we would find cardboard boxes like out on the street and stuff like that, and just cover the whole uh, back room in it, and just practice. And uh, who is we? <laughs> oh, that was a strong one. Stand back. Um, me and my two brothers um oh right so you started breaking with your two brothers basically with my two brothers yeah kevin and aaron um we we all just started we all we all started together and we were we would dance in the back room all the time which was like kind of like a bedroom but we we turned it into you know our session room um (laughs) of course so yeah so that's that side of the question so as a kid, no, I, I had no idea what, what film was or my, my interest in it was zero. I just wanted to dance. Um, so so roughly at what age or even within your dance career, would you say that it kind of like started shifting for you? Like your eyes started kind of opening up to that? Um, it started opening up in uh, when I was, I think I was 17 or 18. Um. I, uh, I was working at Universal Studios, Florida, um, and that was kind of like my first job as a dancer. And I oh, just like, wow. yeah, yeah, with my crew at that time. Um, we all just kind of started working at that place doing a street show at Universal Studios, and we would go there every day. And um, just being something about being on uh, in a theme park and seeing like backlots and stuff like that, and seeing the world like, it's a fake mm. real world. It's like, so it kind of gives you the idea of film. You know what I mean? Of course. So you're like, sense. you were like, so my brain started to work in that. Yeah. You were living on set. I was living like on set. I felt like I was walking on set and I was seeing like, oh, like there's this one, a particular one that I was drawn to, which was like this um, alleyway. It looked like a New York city alleyway. And I just, I remember. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I went in there and I was like, and at that time we were filming more, like we were we were filming ourselves like on with video cameras, like doing the show, and I like, and uh, so I just started to my, my my brain was opening more up to like video, and then I got a, I got a, a video for Christmas, a video camera, and then so I decided like on our breaks, and uh, yeah, during our breaks I would just go to that alley and just film myself in the alley dancing. And I just started cutting this together. And, um, but I think it was born like the storyteller in me was born when I was little, but I didn't relate the two with dance and storytelling. Like I just told stories in my, in my, in my head about stuff, you know, like mm. I would make up scenarios with my brothers and stuff like that, but they weren't connected then, like dance and storytelling. It was separate. Um, right. So they, I'm, I'm yeah. actually quite surprised that. It was then at that moment. That's really interesting. What do you mean? Because I do, I do, yeah, I do know. Maybe not even that late on, but just you being there and it kicked off, which is amazing. It makes complete sense because I do know the story of you guys working there together, just from speaking to like you and Venom and everything. But I just didn't know it was then, and it was like at that because you shot that video there as well, right? Yeah. I shot my first short film there. Yeah. That's, that's where I shot I mean. it in that alley. Yeah. So I didn't know yeah, like that. Yeah. I didn't know that that was the beginning. And that's what I, and that's what I mean. I've known you for like forever, but, and I've seen that video 
I mean, I remember seeing that video even when it first, first came yeah. out. I just didn't know like that was the first one. Do you know what I mean? Um, my second question is, this is really random. Do you truly believe in your core that anything's possible? Uh, that anything is possible? Um, I don't, like, I, I think I'm on the fence with it in, in terms of like anything is possible. It just depends on like what do you define as possible in your mind? Uh, I think, uh, that, that, okay. So where I'm going with it, cause I feel like with you, I feel like if you really like think about things and yeah, I don't mean like, can I fly? And then I attempt to like jump out the window and see what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, I feel more so like with you, when you like really tap into something, like you're gone yes. with it. Like you're gone. And I feel like yeah, that's yeah. quite, it's like a unique thing to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with, with I, mean, I think you... it's a timing thing. I think. So oh, shit. <laughs> we, have this, we have this like little uh, delay, it's but delay. okay, I'll just keep going. So you're catching up, you're catching up. So um, what I was saying is, is that uh, if you, uh, it's like a timing thing. If you feel like you, um, if you're in a place where you you feel ready to. Um, to pursue something like with deep intent and like a lot of passion towards it, I think it's totally possible. I don't think things are possible if you're half-assing something. If you're like going, if you're going in the approach of like, ah, uh, I mean, I want to do that stuff, but I'm, uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll I'll start doing it and just half-ass it. Like I don't think it's, you know, it depends on the ambition of it. Like, but I feel like you know people accomplish crazy amount of things like you know with when it when there's a lot of passion and a lot of obsession behind it you know and i think it depends on how obsessed you get in terms of like uh, how much you want that goal you know and it it, it has to be 100 percent. it can't be like in a place where you're like ah you're 75 or or even 95 like it's got to be 100 percent belief in that you can do it um that's my experience in terms of everything that i've like accomplished in life it's like i'm i'm like when I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue music. I, I pr- completely cut everything that I was doing at that time. Like when, in terms of film, in terms of dance or anything, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on music and like, and you know, and I accomplished the things that I wanted to in that time frame, And then I got to a certain point where I had, I had big ambitions for it. And I got right. to a certain point where like that percentage dropped down to like 70, like, you know, 70%. And I was trying to half-assing it from there, you know? Right. So like that, that type of uh you know determination and passion showed in the universe in terms of like what was starting to be attracted into my life because when i was doing music when i started to do music 100 percent, i started bringing in all these different people and like all these like mm-hmm. i was meeting musicians that were like crazy talented that just wanted to be involved in like helping and i started to i, I found like a guy who was like you know uh, like who, who came on and built my recording studio and like all these people just was attracted the moment I was like, I made that choice to do it. You know what I mean? And same with like the stop motion film we just did, you know, the stop motion short film. Like, right. um, it's like, I'm going to, we're doing this and I'm going to like dedicate, I shut everything off. I told all the people, 
all my connections and like, you know, contacts and like clients. And I was like, tell everybody that I'm going to be disappeared and I'm going to go into this, this world and create that. And when I did that, I got, I tried to so many amazing people to be a part of it, you know? Right. And I, we didn't have any, I didn't have any doubts about it. I didn't have any like, Oh, what if this is like too big? What if you can't do it? What if nobody helps me? You know, like I didn't believe any of that. I believed that this was going to happen and that's what did. attracted me to my life. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's, I think I, th- I would say I, sure. I think you that's what yeah, completely. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I was getting at because just even being around you and just even hearing you speak about something which you have an idea of doing and then you yeah, blink, yeah, yeah. and then it's formed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, I honestly, as a friend, that's what it that's what it's like. Um so thanks for sharing that. All right, and cool. So Yeah, I think but there's I'm, like tons of times where I don't and there's I, some and things I that you don't there, there's some stuff like you know, yeah for sure and and i know that too and i know that too because i've seen you do that as well do you know what yeah. i mean but that's because yeah. through my experience observing you that's because something else swoops in and kind of like overshadows that mm-hmm. in the moment that's what i've observed as totally, a friend totally um which is okay yeah right um, okay, I think I know the answer to this, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to answer it anyway. What was your last breakdance competition that you had where you were like, I'm good, I'm done here? Um, let's see. I think it was, uh, it was Culture Shock in Taiwan. I think that was like the moment I was like, it wasn't BC1. It was like... Yeah, I thought it was going to be um, BC1. Actually, BC One, I was I was before that. Before doing that, I was already uh, ready to retire. Before I even did that, and I was like, oh, I should just do I should just do this for myself, you know, for um, just to uh, to get it out of the way to say something. I did something, you know, big for as a solo competitor. And then um, after that, I just I didn't want to end it like that because one. Um, I felt like I, I threw the battle in the end and I didn't fully get it my, my 100%. Um, I remember. So it was like, I, I don't want to go out like that. I want to go out, I actually want to go out with my crew. I want to go out like what I was, what I loved about competing, which is like, I, I love competing with my crew, not solo. I like, so when I when I, I got asked to go for my crew to go to Taiwan and compete, I was like, all right, let's do it. I get to travel with my, you know, the guys I grew up dancing with. Um, and we entered, and that I feel like that competition. I felt I left on a high note. I was like, I felt, I felt so good in terms of like um, my performance, where I was. I feel like I was at, at my um, um, what do you call it, peak? Not yeah, or, completely. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was like, you know, there, and I just wanted to leave on a really positive, happy note. And even even battling, you know, Renegades at the end with like Kid David and. Um, and all of them, and, and Miles and Tony. Like, I mean, yeah, it was like a, it, it was like really a, 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 a experience. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I can walk away from this. Now. So, but when when you did that competition, was that a personal thing for you inside your brain, where you knew that that's what your goal was within that, or did you also share that with your friends before the battle? Uh, no, I mean, everybody, everybody in my crew already knew I was on my way out. Like they all knew that I was like 
starting gotcha. to yeah you know, makes I, sense. I was already you know my brain was already working towards other things and like but yeah. you know and that 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 place will always will always be in my heart in terms of the scene and the b-boy scene and like it's it's made me who i am today and like i would always go back and support it and, and revisit and stuff like that um but in terms of competing and like you know being heavily into the scene like that it's it's not where i'm at anymore i yeah i know not that yeah. you need to be whatsoever um okie dokie all right so so you're like you are an an artist which sings and makes music. Um, tell us what it's like to direct, produce, edit, and perform in your own music video. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I know like when you do it, it's just you're just doing it, so you're probably not even thinking about it. But it's a lot more than well, yeah, other people do. Uh-huh. I think it'd be crazy if you just decided you're going to do it one day, like it's it, out of nowhere, like, but there was a long journey that led up to this for me to actually pull something like that off. You know, I, I, I couldn't have done it, you know, 10 years ago when I first started to make stuff, you know, and I, it's just uh, everything I've made up until that point has been practiced to, to do that. You know what I mean? Like I made a, I made a short film and then I made another one and another one. And then like, I did one where I shot the whole thing by myself, you know, like when I was the one welcome home where I'm cleaning my apartment, like, you know, I just put it on a tripod and just like try to figure it out and shoot it myself. So it, in, in doing that, it helped me, it helped me envision what, before I even shoot it, it helped me start to see it in my brain, how I, how I see it all done, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's training your brain on a different level in terms of like, you know, just taking a step by step, you, it actually is all like your brain starts to think in a way of like seeing the edit, seeing how it flows, seeing where the cut points are, um, seeing beat for beat in your brain first, you know? So I start, so what, even when I'm on camera, I know what it looks like. I could kind of have a really good clear vision of what it even looks like without even looking at the monitor, you know, because I'm trained, <laughs> I'm trained to this point to, you know what it is. So even like I call my own cuts. Like as I'm like, like action, and I'll do the action. I go cut because I know it's like I have enough. You know, that's where like it's. But it takes a long. It takes a long time and a lot of like. No, I, I I I get it. I do get it. It's just it's really just it's really high level though, and because I get it because I know what a director's eye is, but mm. I don't know if I could see myself in that way do you know what i mean like i think that's a different thing within itself which you have but kudos to you man but like i said you know like you gotta be gotta be ready (laughs) you gotta be if you say you're gonna do it if you could do it if if you if you just like put your head if you push your brain there like you're like you know what i'm gonna like i don't care and it's like it's like that uh it's that permission to um it's the permission you give to yourself to to say I don't care if it, if I suck or if I fail at it because that's like that pressure alone just stops you from yeah you know, for sure you get in your head about it you know it's like if you embrace the the failures and you're actually um, you're actually looking um, you, you're looking forward to the failures and it's actually like fun to completely do. completely yeah. 
Yeah, you've just, you've, I mean, you've done it. You've done it. You've done a lot of things and you're syncing them in together, basically. Mm, man. Well, thanks. Okay. Um, I want to get this perception of you with this. Um, how do you view, and I'll, and I'll be more specific, how do you view choreography and what is your relationship with this art form? Because I feel like with you, you can create something in regards to choreography, though you're not living that choreography life. You're not living life mm -hmm. as a choreographer. So is it something yeah. where, it's much where you're... Yeah, like, how is that to you? I mean, I don't know if you can really break that down, but I'd like to just see what that is mm -hmm. for you. Because you could be a choreographer if you would like um, to be. Yeah, I mean, my my brain my brain doesn't work in choreography. Like, it doesn't work in, in, in setting moves and steps and, like, you know, and, like, have everybody following and, like, seeing a whole piece choreographed from beginning to end. My brain is not really wired in that way. Like, my choreography and the things that I do are 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 by in the process of taking one step to the other. Like, they're designed in in camera shots they're did the, like from one from one shot to the other like how do i get from here to here like if i'm gonna grab this like you know like if i'm gonna grab this piece right here uh this the prop and i'm gonna bring it and i need to land it over there how do i get to there, um, to there? and i just take it step by step by that so it's not like I, I know the song and i do like i'm gonna create four a counts in this section and i'm gonna create four a counts in this section like i i my brain my brain works more in, in a designed storytelling way where I kind of freestyle it and then, then it becomes the choreography. If that made sense. Cause I like Completely. to feel what it is like first. So it's like, it's really small increments on how I create choreography. It's not like an overall, just like a library of moves. It's just like, what, what's the best way from to, to get to point A to point B. So you, st you pretty much see things, you, you pretty much kind of see it as scenes. Yeah, I see this. I see it as like per shot, like in a way. I mean, unless I'm doing a live performance, it's the similar thing, but without the edits. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Completely, completely. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, how do I get from this this point to this point, and uh, I'll just take it from there. And then I have ideas where I want it to go, but I don't rush it. Like, or sometimes, sometimes I'll jump. To that section and i'll jump back over here and i'll just like fill in the gaps like how to get there yeah that you makes know? sense that makes sense yeah well i guess i guess you know there's just so many different types of choreography but for when you are creating choreography it's it seems to be a bit more theatrical based like everything mm. which you are creating whether it's like you getting um, other people to choreograph or it's in your movies it's still quite storytelling but even like the things which you do actually create for yourself um, is very theatrical based so I just wanted to just know what that was for you you know well I think because like I my choreography and the things that I create are more pedestrian movements than yeah. with with a little flair you know yeah. what I mean it has like a little 
a little uh, pizzazz to it. Yeah, and and you can see who your inspirations are and totally, yeah, totally. But there's not like I don't use much dance steps. Like I don't use like just uh, steps that don't really mean anything to what I'm trying to say. You know, and unless there's like moments of flashiness that I want, I just want to give a little bit of like some energy to. And I was just like throwing a like you know a spin or, or or a kick or like a slide or something like that 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 just kind of adds more you know excitement to you know the choreography so it's not just like step grab spin land step <laughs> you know so just kind of like I I think that's how I, I I like you know there's some people I had to do a couple jobs where they I just had to choreograph steps and I was so like stomped on it i didn't even right, know like, yeah, i was like yeah, yeah. i was trying to come up with like moves and like mm, slides and yeah like, you know, yeah yeah like, yeah yeah that's like, what i mean that's what i mean it's it's so different like it's just it's so different but so what, different but and that's why that's that's why i asked this question because i think most people's brains well i guess it depends what you're inspired by a lot of people's brains um and especially in the field that i have worked in for so many years like it's all steps do you know what yeah. i mean but i think that it's different because you're you know i know like you're probably you've probably looked at gene kelly and fred astaire and oh like, yeah do you know yeah. what i mean like the greats of that area of that they have area. all these yeah totally yeah, yeah it's amazing and they have amazing. all these moments where they you know they have all this choreography and steps and like and beautiful movements and stuff like that that but it always it always circles around to back to what the story is or not only what the story is but the feeling of this scene yeah. is you know and like the way they way they walk and like the, the expression they have on their face it, it feels so free and like um is that know, something it, that you were drawn to when you were just a kid in general i didn't know about fred astaire gene kelly until i was like in my like early 20s so I didn't really know anything about like them at all, like which was crazy. Um, Maybe and, uh, I was the same, in fact, when I think about it. Yeah, yeah. But when I saw them, I was like, "Ah, oh, makes sense." That's what that I because I was I yeah you know I, I started as a b boy, but like I didn't ever felt that that was my essence. I never felt like that was my um, my my soul as a dancer. I I I, I just. I fell in love with it because it was just so mesmerizing to watch. And like, that was my first introduction to dance, but the moment, and I always felt like an outsider in the B-boy scene, you know, and that's why I was always expressing myself in different ways and stuff like that. And then when I found Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire, I was like, that's, that's what I feel like. Like, and then I, I, then I felt like I was born in the wrong era. I was like, I should have been born in the thirties or something like that, or the twenties. So I could have like, you know, I could express how I really feel and been around the people that I really wanted to be around. Um, but that's just the dreamer, you know, that like, obviously uh, I have, I have such gratitude for the B-boy scene and what it's done for me. And like, for sure. Cause I think it's one of the most beautiful art forms in dance. That's amazing, uh, man. That's an amazing story. I'm so, see, look, yeah. so happy I asked you that question. See, um, yeah, yeah crazy, <laughs> I, man. Ruby, you and I even closer friends. I know that's what I'm talking about. Should do this weekend. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, was there ever a period in in one of your transitions where you were like five, six, seven? Now what? Like, like there was a gap. Like there was a gap where you were like, oh shit! Like, 
Um, What is this crossover? Or did everything just kind of like fold and transition like perfect? I think, I think it folded. I think it unfolded perfectly for me because I, I I was always one to follow my instincts Mm. and it just led me there because I was like, I want to do that. So I'm going to do that, you know, and I, and a lot of people, I feel like they, they get stuck in thinking that this is all they have. So, you know, if they don't have this, who are they? Or like what, yeah, you know, or, sure. or I feel interested in that, but I already have this going for me. So maybe I just stay here, you know, like, but I, I have always, I was always curious about, you know, everything that, that, that came up that I was like, that I was attracted to, you know? And so I, so would you say from what you just said, that's still quite, it's quite an identity, an identity thing, right? Hmm. Like I do this and this is who I am. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like, I can only speak from my own brain. Like I know everybody has their own ways. Like, you know, like, um, I feel people are very just curious in general. Um, but there is a certain comfortability that we also do fall under. Even, even myself, I have my own comfortabilities of things that I like to, the worlds I like to stay in. Um, I say no a lot. Obviously, you know this. I say no. The king of nose. I call you the king of nose. King of nose. Like you are the king of nose. This guy's the king of nose. Yeah. And it doesn't serve me on what I want to do. So I'll say no a lot, you know? And I, so my curiosity is very also limited to the things that I just want to be, you know, I just want to be doing. Um, I I do have to say though, since observing you in that manner, I've definitely learned to say no a lot more. A lot more. Yeah, just for myself personally. And it just really like it allows you to tap into what you're really, really seeking as opposed to just doing something for the sake of doing it. Totally. Totally. For sure. Like it's like that's how you that's how you narrow in the things that you, like the things that, that find that that uh reveal who you really are, like where you what what you really want to do with your life. And mm. uh but it's just like, you know, it's it's and it's also separating your ego of saying no or your heart saying no, like what you, you know, just sometimes like, I'm not good. That's too good. I'm too good for that. Or, you know, <laughs> like you have to check yourself in those moments. I get what you mean. I get exactly what you mean. Um, yeah. Do you, do you still identify as being a dancer? Um, yeah. Uh, it's like, I, identify myself as being um yes a storyteller a creator like i wouldn't say identify myself as uh, a musician or director uh, an animator uh, an art uh, like a, an illustrator or dance like it's i kind of feel like they're all one so i don't really know what that that is i don't know what that uh um the word an for umbrella that is. Yes. umbrella yeah yeah you're you're a lot of things so totally so, yeah but definitely i'll always be a dancer i always think in movement i always think in in music you know i always think uh um i feel like i feel like rhythm and and rhythm and music uh wait, rhythm and movement is i feel like is 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 embedded in the universe in terms of everything so i like to tap into what that is yeah 
that was profound. Profound. That was very, very profound. I profound that. You profound <laughs> that. You really did profound. Whoa! I profound that. <laughs> that was amazing, though. I mean, it's completely. I mean, you nailed it. Like spot on. It's true. Like, and we don't even really think about it, but they really are. Like, for real. Seriously. Totally. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean. My bad. Wait, I lost you. Sorry, sorry. Um, all right. So, name three things within your career that you feel deeply proud of. Or you can give three me two. Three things I feel proud of? No, give me three. Give me three. Um, you just three. Give me three. Uh, give me three. I want three. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you've got you've got you've got a couple things think, to uh, think about. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, today's a day is one of them because that was a super hard one to do in terms of emotionally, mentally, physically. You know, belief in myself, like all that stuff. Like that was a big one because it was a huge step in terms of getting over something I struggled with a lot. And I think every artist struggle with this is self doubt, you know? So I did that. I remember doing that. And, um, you know, like we just talked about earlier, like just believing in it and just pushing it, even though I had all these doubts and fears. So that was a big one. The Ted talk was also another big one. Cause it was I another, know. another, like, you know, a big fear to like overcome and like actually speak about it and share that fear with it. With how people. did you, um, how did you actually get on there? Uh, I just I just got an email one time from somebody who that was running it. Uh, what? Yeah, I got an email and just said that. Uh, um, yeah, we're, we're doing a TED talk, TEDx talk in in Greece, and would you like to would you like to be a part of it? And it was about that was about limits and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. Um, so that's how happy just email, and I didn't respond for like I think like a month or something because I read it a month ago. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna respond to that. I was, First and foremost, I didn't I didn't know that it was in Greece. So shocker. So happy I'm doing really? the podcast with you. I did not know it was in Greece. I like you just don't even oh, question where that, TED Talks are. Greek amphitheater. That Greek amphitheater. It was like beautiful. I just see the TED Talk stage. But it was like in cobblestone. It was. I mean, it was all these stones like <laughs> amphitheater. Do you know what? I have to be honest. I actually haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. This oh, week, for sure. How are you, my friend? After this, I just. <laughs> do you know what? Like, okay. no, I just. No, it's just, it's just such. It honestly is such um a big deal. There's just even you just want to be in the right place. Yeah, what? yeah. There you go. I think that's what it is for sure. One hundred percent. There, you nailed it. You nailed yeah. it. That's what it is. It's just such a big deal. Like, I don't. Yeah, I just want to just. Yeah, completely. But dang, I did not know it was in Greece. That is amazing. That makes it even more amazing. Oh my word. Um, and hold on, like yeah. you just got a random so email. Like, did someone say, Oh, I saw you on like what was that? Like how did you just No, it was like a, it was like a random search thing. It went like, you know, they have a search thing and then my name popped up. And all right, let's just write this guy and see if he'll do a TED Talk. They didn't even know what I did. Nope. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> no, no, they they obviously saw my work. <laughs> <laughs> no, they always do all my work. Yeah, you're so ridiculous. You're so <laughs> like like the lottery. <laughs> the lottery yeah, all my... books. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you've been selected to do a TEDx talk. I'm like, oh wow, me. Um, no, they yeah. they obviously see my work for a bit, and you know, and saw the things that I do, and I guess the things I've accomplished, and you know, that I'll be a good candidate for it. And they have so many different, so many different people there, like from different backstories and different lifestyles and perspectives. It was really cool. It was amazing. But, but you all were there to speak about the same thing. Is that what that was? About limits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that was so, you should, I mean, you can watch the whole, you can watch the whole thing for me. It was really mm. cool. Yeah. That must've been amazing for you to observe as well, to like watch mm -hmm. the others. Yeah. Congratulations, Cloud. Yeah. Sorry. Your last one. Amazing. That was the second one. Um, and the last one. Um, and you said accomplish accomplishments. Something that you're proud of. Um, I'm proud of. Uh, um, Big or small. I don't, I don't know the third one. I mean, they're, they're like, you know, they're, they're accomplishments and they're, and they're, they're all like, they all serve a big purpose in terms of the journey and stuff like that. And I'm proud of, you know, all of them, even though when, like, even the ones I'm like not proud of, like that I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. Like I'm still like proud that I did it. Um, you know, uh, like even that bus stop piece, you know, yeah. for doing that, like I, I just felt like that was, you know, that was amazing. Um, that was another one I didn't I didn't really particularly want to do, but I felt the need to um, to share, you know, something with people with a message. Um, and that I guess yeah, I think, I'm, I think to be able to have to be able to have a get a, a gift and and to share it in a way that could help inspire people um in any capacity in terms of it being a dancer or, or an artist or or even just a, a, a mom or something like that at home with you know with their kids or you know and finding the inspiration of like seeing seeing their kids being inspired by it which inspires them and then reaching out and saying hey you've 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 inspired my kids and like i feel like that to step back from my ego and not speak from that place just to speak from a place of like i'm grateful and proud that I'm able to create stuff that does um, make a difference. You know, I think that's probably the bigger, the bigger thing I'm most proud of is like, is is not, you know, not taking for granted what of what I was given as an artist and as a creator, um, and doing nothing with it and trying to do what I can to like inspire people. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's something. To be proud of. Say. To be proud That's, of, yeah. I'll tell, tell you why that was so interesting that you just said that because my next question was going to be what is the driving force which keeps propelling you to evolve and create the way that you do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just... that, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's a big driving force. That's a big driving force in terms of like, you know, 
um, if you got a gift and you're here, like we don't, nobody, none of us know why we're really here, you know? So you're like, why? And I think that's a question you guys just have every day. Why am I on this like planet? And why am I, what's the purpose of my life? And like, totally, you know, I feel like, I feel like so many people have gifts and a lot of them don't even know what it is like, and they haven't found it. And, Completely. um, and I know I found mine like that very, at a very early age, which I feel very grateful for. And, um, for sure. I think being able to use that gift to, to, to leave behind something, even if like, you know, it's never credited as, as I was, that I was a source of where it came from, but it it helps people evolve like creatively or like wanting to, um, you know, to, to live on, um, pretty much to live forever. You know, like in a way, because like we we're, we're here and gone in in an instant. Completely. In terms of time, you know, like so you're like, I definitely, um, and I think the other thing that's a driving force is uh, the constant battle with um, with myself to to um, you know to to constantly make things that remind me um to uh to stay on the right track like i made a lot of things too just like down so later down the line in my life i could look at as reminders of like you know of like um to keep going you know i guess like i i struggle yeah i think everyone not the i'm not alone when i say you struggle with like just your purpose of of why you're here like over of what does this all mean? And, um, you know, so I write from a place like that or I create from a place like that in a lot of ways, just to say, this is why you're here. This is why, you know, um, so I, I, yeah, I, I guess like I would speak, I would say from that place, I would, um, um, I would, if I, if I feel like giving up or anything like that, I, I, the driving force says like, Oh, well, um, let me make something that helps me not give up. Mm. And in doing that, you know, that, and also, wow. and it's, it's like a self-talk and like, it's like a self-talk like, Oh, and also if you do that for yourself, you're also probably going to be helping somebody else, mm. you know, not give up that's as well. Such an interesting way to think about it. So that's, it's quite selfless in an interesting it's way. Self, it's selfless and selfish. Selfish. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Completely. Yeah. 100%. Because we both know how you feel about the whole selfish thing. We've had totally. conversations. <laughs> we had that talk. For sure. Because, like, that's how you, you know, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, like, being selfish. everyone is, is selfish in some sort of way. That's how For they sure. have to keep going, you know. You're completely. Like, you're thinking about yourself. But, but, but it's but interesting. You can help somebody. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's, it's you're kind of you're yeah. yeah, it's just a it's a win-win basically. Mm, yeah. Totally. I've never looked it at it. It is a win-win before. in the end. Yeah, I've never looked at it like that. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Then we talk about it, you're like yeah, yeah. Can't be, everybody can't be selfish. Like, we had like a whole, bad like, yeah, we had like a whole discussion about it and I just couldn't wrap my wrap, my brain around it. But I just, I think there's certain topics that we speak about where, and I want to say more in the past, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is probably like about a year or two ago, maybe 
where we started really first hanging out like intensely and like you just had kind of like these clean yeah. cut ways of seeing things and I was just like no but but as I've got older I do have to say like I like especially on that one completely like we are all doing these things for ourselves for what it is but we're also it's also enhancing other people's life whoever it be you know whether it's inspiration whether it's like your partner yeah exactly whether it's like whoever yeah yeah which is uh, which is totally, totally fine, and normal. I concur. I'm with you now. I'm with you now. You do concur. I concur. <laughs> I concur. Uh, <laughs> I am cool. So I only have a few more questions <laughs> left. I have a few more questions left for you. Uh, cool. If you could be any artist for a day, who would it be, and why? Any artist for a day? Yeah. Could be anybody. Anything, anybody. I've just been so intrigued who would who that would be for you. To just like smold into know. their body and experience life. Damn. <laughs> really questioning. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't really know. Because I there's there's a few people I would like to be you know in the body of like okay um, give me like give me a, how many as many as you want then and but give me the yeah. the reason why I would love to be uh you know like Steven Spielberg on like you know one of like you know Indiana Jones or something like that just to just to experience that type of you know that you know that type of power that type of um, that type of uh, creativity being around all those incredible people and that team and just like yeah our, our goonies or, or whatever like all of his like you know his films like uh, that would be a great person just to be love work yeah and then um you know and just to be definitely during that time back in the days like gene keller first there or donald connor or Ch charlie chaplin you know or buster mm. keaton or like you know, even Michael Jackson, like just to be in the shoes when he's on stage, just to have that, it's just to feel that energy of, because I've been on stage before, you know, and like I, I've stood up there and there was a moment where I feel like I connected with everyone in the arena because like the, all the attention and all the energy was just like, like this, you know, and I felt like in a way it was just like, it was, it was an experience you've never felt before. Like, I mean, you can, you can't get it anywhere. Like, there's a certain thing that when it comes to live performance, there's a certain thing that comes from when mm, you are sure. uh, a performer behind front of camera, and then there's that performer that you're when you're behind the camera, that they're all they're all different, and yeah, like, for sure. and those are the things that like I get such a high from, and I think all those people are at the caliber of the caliber of like the highest level of of all those places. So I would feel like I mean to to. To be in all those guys' shoes, like in those moments, like it, at the height of their career, just you know, uh, it, it would be the highest of high for for me. I think. Again, so happy I, I asked that question. It's it's really interesting. It's funny. Um, yeah, I thought. Uh, yeah, I just thought that would be really good for you, just because 
I don't know. I just, I think your inspirations are so different than a lot of other people's. So it's just interesting to hear all of the names which you had brought up. And I tell you what's even more interesting. And I was going to ask you this question, but you brought it, you actually brought his name into it. I, was, I remember I was, um, I was hanging outside um, Movement Lifestyle. <laughs> I was going to mm-hmm. say not so long ago, but it was quite a bit ago now. Um, it's crazy. It doesn't even exist anymore. But I was with Sean Everisto, um, and your name came up, and he actually said that you were the Charlie Chaplin of today. So it's just ah. interesting. Yeah, I know. Like, and you know, Sean, Sean Everisto, Sean Everisto. Yeah, I know. So, he, and I will never yeah. forget when he told me that because I think you are many things. I just. I never would have linked the two together. And I don't think a lot of people would have linked the two together, but you know, Sean is from the future as well. Um, So it's just really interesting Mm -hmm. that you, (laughs) he's from the future. Um, It's just interesting that you had brought up Charlie (laughs) Chaplin's name when you did, because I was actually going to like bring that up in one of the questions, but I chose not to. So it's just wild Mm -hmm. that Charlie Chaplin is one of your inspirations like that. Because I didn't know. Oh, of course. Hold I mean, not, not many people, I, you know, yeah. What I was going to say is, you know your Black Lives Matter thing? Hmm. That wasn't, was that? Yeah. That was connected to what Charlie Chaplin's thing was, right? Or my... Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, was, right? that was his speech. There you go. Twitter, yeah. See, I didn't even yeah, yeah, connect. Yeah. I didn't even connect all of that. I did not connect all of but that. But you've seen all the, like, I mean, Buster Keaton and, and Charlie Chaplin, you know, obviously Jim Carrey as well. Like, the, those are big inspirations. Like, I don't know, of, of, not only my, my movement and dance, just in terms of, like, um, but personality and, like, and the perspective of how they see stuff, like, and humoristic movement way and stuff, you know, like, uh, like, I don't do much of the physical comedy stuff, but uh, you know, I'm so gravitated. Yes. I, I just love physical, yeah, physical comedy is one of my favorite comedy <laughs> there is, you know? So like, I know I, I love just making like, those skits <laughs> where it's just comedic, you know, humor, like uh, physical <laughs> comedic humor. So it's like, so I'm thinking I watch, about the one like when you're Jerry. in the pool, <laughs> you know, the one where you're trying to get in the yeah, pool, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's killing me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I, know, so I, I mean, and I know that just and there's nothing better. There's no better gift you could give anyone in the world but laughter. Yeah, like you right. know this. One hundred percent. Like, give somebody laughter, like yeah, it's you, true. It's I, wish just a, I wish there was a box, like a present you could open, and it's just laughter. You know, like that'd be so cool. You know, like. I feel like that's the best gift you could give anyone. That is so, so cool. Of course. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, first and foremost, yeah. the Charlie Chaplin thing is amazing for me. It, again, even as a friend, because I never even connected all of those things. Like, and they're all so intertwined. Um, but yeah, you do. I mean, when we're together, I mean, it's constantly jokes upon jokes upon jokes. But I think what's great about you also is like, you're not you're not afraid to to be that guy 
that just does stupid, goofy things on camera. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like there's still so many people like putting on their cool front. You know? Yeah. So much of that today that I feel like is missing in the world. Like everyone is like trying to be so cool. Like there's no like this there's no brightness and happiness and like just smiles. Like, and especially with like our influencers, like our biggest influencers of like artists, like they're all so cool. Like they're all just, everyone's either cool or sexy. Cool or sexy. Like, or just trying to be hardcore or like, you know, a bad, bad bitch. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm a cool, like, you know, my, my music is like just too cool for everybody or like, you know, my performance, I don't want to give too much because I don't want to look like a fool. You know, like it's just, it feels like no one's taking, just letting go like these days. Like, like I feel like no one leaves their heart on the stage anymore or like right. takes risks or like, you know, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, if you just go back from the times of, you know, Michael Jackson, Queen, James Brown, like, you know, uh, Rolling Stones, all those guys, like, just, like, you can tell when they go on stage, like, they, they're they just having mm. the time of their lives. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about again. It's so true. It's, it's, I'll tell you what's interesting. My dad loves Queen. My dad doesn't even, like, watch, like, music or like artists like that at all but my dad will watch queen over and over again like yeah 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 he really yeah. put himself out there like it's I so know. true it's yeah i never even thought about it it's the the difference of what it was back then to what it is now it's so different because i feel like it's a different now everyone the competition because back then the competition was your presence you know it's like how can you project so much? Like, how can you project you are, who you are to make the most impact on the crowd? Like, and today it's more like, who can make the catchiest song, the most hummable, like commercial, yeah. like like that infectious type of song that you yeah. just cannot stop singing and like, and you're annoyed of it, you know? <laughs> like, it just feels <laughs> like, uh, um, yeah, it's not, it's not really about, you know, the performance or like the presence or the, the aura of, of the artist nowadays is more of, you know, I don't know. I, I, uh, I miss those days. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's good. It's Obviously I'm an old soul. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. And it shows in many ways, more than one. Um, okay. Yeah. So this is your last question for the day. Um, and I'm super proud even just to be able to ask this question because I saw, well, I just saw you even just mention it to be honest. <laughs> so um, a lot of people are seeing like the dogs that you've been working with. Um, can you share some about that and that project? And and for everyone that's even watching this, like oh. I just want to say that it was amazing because I don't know, I just feel like one day Cloud was just like, yeah, um, I have this idea with two dogs. And you're just like, yeah, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden you're just seeing some drawings, like you're just seeing like these basic drawings of like dogs and you're like oh okay cool and then the dogs just evolved like on paper this is all drawing which cloud <laughs> did on paper they just evolved and you're like oh my god and then he just kept on showing me more and more and then <laughs> i feel like i blinked and then he had like a whole studio <laughs> 
with dogs and chocolate. <laughs> and and I was made and everything. Like, what is happening right now? So, yeah, it was just really amazing to just see just you even speaking about them and then now you're you've the process yeah but yeah can you just um just share it man because i feel like people need to know a bit about that at least oh uh, yeah and where did it uh, even yeah, come um, from well so it came from a song it came actually it's funny because i I have two feature films now that I'm writing and they both came from a song that I wrote, just one song, like one little music video idea that turned into a whole like world, a whole like storyline that I abandoned the song. <laughs> like, so it's not even, my song has nothing even to do with it anymore. So it's just turned into something else, which is, I'm, you know, grateful for writing that song. Um, but, uh, yeah, it started from it started from that. It was gonna be a music video, which turned into a short film that evolved into a proof of concept or a feature film. And we just like, you know, because if you're gonna put in time and energy into making a stop motion film, it's gotta be worth something. You gotta do it for like a bigger purpose. You know, it's like Completely. especially at my age, I mean, you just don't just want to jump into something like as if I'm 19 years old or something like that, where I'm like, I got all the time in the world. I'm gonna make something fun. <laughs> Like, it's like, I was like, oh, I gotta make something at this point that's gonna have some substance, like something that will have some weight to it. And so we, you know, we, we, uh, yeah, I, I assembled this team, um, a very small team of us that was probably, um, you know, one of the most incredible teams I've ever worked with, even on a large scale, like this, right. this, this little small group of people. Um, you know, I mean, we, we got a space out in Pasadena for like, um, I, I think, yeah, it was for seven months that whole process to, to make Time, this little I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. So like from moving in to leaving, it was seven months, but you know, it took five and, months and to that animate. Was, that was pretty much at the big, like clear, like at the beginning of the pandemic, right? To a certain degree. It was at the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah. And we had planned to do it be, like before we even any of this even hit, we even knew about uh, you know, COVID or anything like that. Yeah, I remember. So, oh, the timing of it kind of just worked out where we just moved in. And, um, but yeah, the inspiration behind it is like, you know, I'm a huge dog lover. Um, I think dogs are just some of the most, like, probably the most um, pure, perfect creature there is on the planet. <laughs> and just from my, you know, no, from my I get experience it. Dogs, Completely. you know, like, you know. So I, you know, I wanted to make something that was like, had, had a heart, had a lot of heart and had a lot of, a, a big message to tell to humans, you know, which is like, you know, you could, I think if you are a dog person, and you know anything about dogs, like, you know, that they have some of the most simple, simplest messages to live by, you know, just by, just by observing a dog, right? Just by looking at one and like seeing how they, how they, how they live their life. It's so simple. You know, and like, it's so complicated to be a human that we need that simplicity to bring us back down, you know, to just be like, ah, okay, it's not that, it's not that complicated, you know, what's like, if, if anything, I'll be okay, because look at this dog, he's just yeah. sleeping, <laughs> laying there, you know, and he's not doing anything, you know, he just wants is a little love, some food and some water and some yard to play and like, that's how, you know, so I, I just wanted to create something that you know that had a powerful message 
for for everyone to just come back and look at and um, be reminded of like you know life is simple and it should be simple and um and i, I just tell it through the perspective of a dog you know through uh well through the perspective of a human through the eyes yes of dogs. yeah 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 for sure yeah. i i get so, that yeah and everyone that's like kind of i'm not I can't speak too much on it, like because it's you know it's it's a it's smart. Uh, secret project. It's very smart. But it's, yeah, I just uh, I just yeah, I just this you know at our ages, bro, you just want to do stuff stuff that really means something to you, especially in your later years. You just like I just want to make something that you know that could that has some substance and and, and yeah. can make a difference in in the smallest way. Um, um, it's really interesting. Did you ever watch um, the movie Fern Gully? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> so, so yeah. that was literally one of my favorite movies. I mean, it probably still is one of my favorite movies. Like that's what inspired yeah, Avatar. That yeah, that's what inspired Avatar. Clearly, like had to have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, totally. It's just, it's just interesting. Like when you said all of that, my brain totally just went to Fern Gully because it was a cartoon, but it just had so many amazing messages and it just really made me like look at life and earth and the planet completely different in a way that I'd not before. It's really it really made me look yeah. at like yeah, yeah, yeah. like life differently. So it's just cool again, I know we can't speak too much about it and I know what you're doing yeah, with dogs. Yeah, yeah it literally it puts you through the eyes of a dog and a human yeah of a different perspective of the things that you're destroying yeah, yeah. and it's um it's amazing yeah it's amazing. Just, it's that's a, i feel like as people like that's all that's all we uh that's our everyday battle is just trying to understand each other you know like we're trying to and we can only see life or 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 a way of thinking through our own perspective and our own experiences in life, but to be able to be put into the other person's shoes, you know, that's, uh, that's like the only time we can actually go, Oh shit. I never even saw it that way. Like, and I think we're constantly just trying to do that. That's why there's so many arguments, you know, with everybody, they're just like, yeah. you're not understanding because you're not, you know, like, obviously I don't, because I, I don't live in your brain, but what's the best way for me to understand what yeah. you're trying to tell me? You know. Exactly, and I feel like people uh, don't even even ask that question. Yeah, no, I know, and that's uh, yeah. I think that's stubbornness and ego, and um, you know, that's why movies are so powerful, man. Is that you can just do it in a way that's yeah. not so aggressive to the other person. It's just like it's you can watch it as like an outsider and just go, oh wow, okay, cool, I understand that. Now I can I understand what yeah uh, totally was saying to me like yeah I need to that's why I love I think that's why I love the most about filmmaking and storytelling is that um you speak objectively and just you know you, you could just like uh tell it through your own perspective and like I you know and I think that's why um, when it's not personal one on one with somebody like that's why speeches are amazing because you're you're speaking not at someone just directly because i feel like when you speak to somebody directly they automatically feel attacked you know what i mean yeah like yeah, they're like, oh, yeah yeah are you, are you questioning me you yeah. know but if you're like speaking Completely. in general yeah 
Yeah, but I never even anyways. noticed it like that. Okay, um, Cloud, thank you for being my first guest on 567 Now What? <laughs> of course, dude. I appreciate we it. it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. I did it. We did it. So basically, last week. Yeah, so me and Cloud spoke about this, and I was just like, yeah, I want to do a podcast. And then, you know, Cloud, as I said earlier, Cloud threw the name at me, and he was just like, well, well, I should be the first one. And I was just like, well, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you so, so much. Um, yeah, I would definitely, I yeah, well, I, I mean, I would definitely have you back on this and, you know, when the movie's made and then we can speak about it again then. And, um, but yeah, man, keep on being great and keep <laughs> yeah. on inspiring and- Great yeah, questions. Man. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, it's going to be great.